0: Welcome to that So Region podcast. I'm your host, Dan Reardon, night editor at The Times. With me this week for a repeat, the people, we, we give the people what they want, and this week we welcome back Laura Lane.
1: Hi, guys.
0: And with us, as always, our uh, our rock, um, our foundation, <laughs> it's uh,
2: Mr. Uh, Joseph Pete, LaCroix expert, and um, yeah. LaCroix j- expert. Just general bon vivant. <laughs> yes. So.
0: Uh, We're doing another three-man, three-person weave this week. Uh, uh, We've had a plague hit the Times newsroom. Many people are down, sick, and out, but we are the three who are soldiering on. To give you the content you need this week, bravely
2: Strongest and of the bunch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, you need a 20 minute riff on local news. Otherwise, how are you going to get through exactly? <laughs> exactly. So without
1: sneezing to interrupt. Yeah. So
2: you're going to do while you're at the gym or going for a jog or whatever. Right. Yeah.
0: You know, or just you know contemplating what life means. Um, <laughs> so we'll start out this week. Uh, you know, it's a continuation of a, of a big news story here. Uh, uh, we were allowed at the times our reporter Carmen McCollum was allowed to tour the new South Lake YMCA facility uh, huge project uh, it's really kind of coming along um, it's a 35 million dollar nine acre expansion of the property in Crown Point I mean this thing sort of seems like uh, sort of the Disneyland of, of YMCA's you can have birthday parties there now <laughs> there's climbing walls diving walls Joseph, what do you think about? Uh, and and you have a connection to it as well because a lot of the money came from uh, the the White family. They they donated twenty one million dollars towards this project.
2: Yes, uh, Dean White, the famous uh, hotel and uh, billboard magnate, he passed away uh, close, probably close to two years now, but he's still having a lasting impact on the community. He helped found like a number of things throughout. He founded the renovations at the crown point courthouse where we had our like wedding receptions that was nice um he did uh, he's funded uh yeah he you know besides all the things he built like subdivisions and the radisson at star plaza and the star plaza and so on he's you know helped contribute to a number of uh, charitable causes throughout the community this is another one ymc is excellent they not only promote like you know, physical fitness and give people an opportunity to go swimming and work out and those types of things. But it's priced based on your income so that like, you know, lower income families can actually afford to go there and use some like nice facilities. And this is um, I've heard, you know, other communities have not necessarily groused about this, but have commented like, oh, well, you know, we, we don't have like a wealthy benefactor to help us do projects right. like this. It's, you know, we're stuck left to our own devices as far as Crown Point has really benefited from the, sure.
0: so for White's decision to stay there, and, and it, it's. I mean, you know, you could argue that uh, you'd like to see maybe something like this, maybe not to this scale, but maybe something like this in more North Lake County,
1: perhaps, yeah. you know, if possible. There, there is a, easier for everyone to get to.
2: There, there is a very nice one in Hammond that Hammond. our former business editor Keith Benman used to go swimming at. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> and they they recently renovated the one in Whiting too. Okay. It's it's uh, but that that's the thing. YMCA is pretty good. They serve a like a range of communities. Yeah, like with the the, the Crown Point one is gonna be top notch and state of the art and everything with all the money they're pumping into it. But they have uh, you know, you can go to the you know Whiting one and go on a bike or whatever, and it's uh, you know, th- they try to serve a wide array of communities, not just here, but across. Uh. My one worry though is like I used to live in downtown Indianapolis. And they were building like twenty of them there, and I just was worried about even it's though a lot of people Starbucks, were moving in, yeah. In <laughs> I was worried a bit about like oversaturation because they were they're getting involved in all these like cool downtown redevelopment projects, and it was like so they had like a bike sharing one and all this cool stuff. But it was like uh, you know you wonder how many is like too much at some point.
1: Right. But the people are going to them though, the more the better, I guess, right? Yeah,
0: definitely, and and, and it, it's sort of a uh, thing that goes beyond just place to work out. Like I said, you know, I think. Most of those places have daycares, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Like I said, they're just, making themselves available for birthday parties. Joseph, if this was available when you married your lovely bride Meredith, would you have had the, <laughs> had the wedding at the at the, at the YMCA? <laughs> I don't
2: know. I used to well down when I was in uh, Bloomington too. When I was uh, a student at IU, I used to go to the YMCA there and play like racket sports occasionally. Mm-hmm. It was uh, so I made some use of it. They have the day pass too if you're not a uh, if you're not a member. So it was it was kind of cool. But um, yeah, no, it's just a great organization. It'll mean a lot for it's a good amenity for Crown point means a lot for the quality of life there and yeah th- there are other you know there are obviously tons of commercial gyms but like a lot of ones like planet fitness are kind of like real bare bones you know right uh, and so forth and some of the higher end ones are kind of pr- expensive for people so it's uh yeah yeah i mean
0: it's That's a great mean, happy medium, i
1: think yeah it
0: definitely you know and i have a nephew who's 12 going on 45 but uh you know, take, being, able to, <laughs> being able to take them to a place like the Y is cool because you go swimming for a couple hours. You know, you're starting to get into working out yeah. a little bit. You know,
1: I feel like Y's too are more child friendly than yeah. some of the bigger oh, gyms. Yeah. So that's a big benefit. Yeah, I think, kids for the are kind of
0: you know, persona non grata at, I think, a lot of those sort mm-hmm. of big, more corporate gyms. So they get a
1: little room in the back with some blocks and yeah, exactly. <laughs> call it a day.
0: One of the things that's nice
2: about like those ones in like Omni Health and Fitness was, uh, the, you know, they also have like the full size basketball courts usually. Like right. you can play like, you know, you know, basketball or whatever. You can do team sports where you can't really do that at like the Planet Fitness I go to, it just doesn't have those those facilities. But I just want to... This is only tangentially related, but I was just joking the other day about how that Omni Health and Fitness in Cherryville another great facility, but at one point it used to have a cigarette machine in the lobby and a bar in the... they uh, have turned it into like a juice bar or something, but it was like, that's region fitness for you, where you can get your cigs and, your, and some beer like, before after or during your workout.
0: Yeah, it's very, it's very like Mad Men, like, you know, back, back to a time, you know, the mid-century American male, you know... I'm you want the most. This right. was as
2: recently <laughs> as the 90s, though, or something. I oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. This is this uh, is not like uh, going back to the 50s. No, which this gym is... was it that gave the pizza, too,
1: Wasn't Oh, it?
2: yeah, that is uh, that is why uh, Planet Fitness yeah. has crappy pizza and crappy um, bagels and also Tootsie Rolls at but the But, you desk.
1: know, why not carb load before you go
2: to the Yeah, it's like I'm going to train for a marathon if just I don't have the time exactly.
1: today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's, 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 I... there's something that's like I'm sure it's a good business model, but slightly nefarious about that, like let's we'll ply these people with terrible food to guilt them into out <laughs> and out. It's
2: trying to be like that average Joe's gym or whatever from the Dodgeball movie. Right, exactly. But my, my favorite joke about the um, carbo-loading, though, is something like, oh, I've been carbo-loading for years, I just forgot to train for the marathon. Right. <laughs> well, we have,
0: we, we're lucky with, with Laura. Uh, Laura, you've ran a couple half marathons. I have. you I ran have. a full marathon?
1: I have not. I can never imagine doubling a half <laughs> marathon. It takes me long enough to run that, but that's why I kind kind of like the whole model of feeding pizza to the crowds before they go to the gym because exactly. I am a big proponent of car bloating <laughs> before a race.
0: Well, we've done a lot of that in the newsroom this week. I, I, can yes. to that. I was behind
2: a car this week with a 0. 0.0 bumper sticker, which I've seen before, but I was close enough. It's like riffing off the 26.2 or 13.1 13. Yeah. that I have yeah. Yeah. on my car. <laughs> which is an impressive accomplishment, and I think people should celebrate that if they've done it. But then this one was 0.0, and I noticed they had in tiny little type that I never noticed before. It says, I don't run. In like parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> it like, and it's like, yeah, I picked that up from the context, but yeah. Yeah, I was like... always confused whether that was a running
0: reference or a reference to Animal House. Right? <laughs> Lutarski's gray point averages according to Dean where we're zero
2: well, zero. <laughs> M- Miller is gonna do one though in Miller the new tourism agency out there they all volunteer they're gonna do like a 262 foot race or something where the joke is it's like it's a marathon for the rest of us or Right? they're is trying to make it more popular. I'll sign up yeah.
0: for that <laughs> I saw one too where it's like I think it's like a 1k where there's a smoke break <laughs> <in their> <laughs> so you know what it, 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 fitness it, all fitness matters we'll say that oh, <laughs> so um so, so moving off of uh, the YMCA story, this is a story that's it, it's been going on for a while, but it, it I think it's super interesting, and the readers seem to like it too. There's a scrap metal dealer by the name of Kenneth Morrison who, in 2017, was uh, uh, charged with basically inter, interstate transportation of stolen property, uh, taking the metal from the old Monon Bridge and selling it for like almost 20 grand. Uh, Joseph, for those of uh, our listeners, obviously if you're from the region, you probably know. Uh, you, you want to hit us with a little history on the Monon Bridge, or any memories you have of going down there and stealing scrap metal? With your
1: dad <laughs> and, and Just a weekend activity growing up. Right? Region
2: scrappers are notoriously ambitious. There have been cases where they've stolen metal from like live power lines, and like on <laughs> Broadway and Gary, and like like you know, a lot of the abandoned homes in Gary too have been like completely picked through, schools, oh, yeah. and so forth. But this guy took it to another level. Allegedly, um, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. um, But he was initially telling, though, when he got caught for it the first time by the Indiana Department of Natural Resources, I think, it was like a, you know, it dates back to the old meatpacking days of Hammond. It's like a historic bridge. It's kind of just been rotting in the woods for years and years. Most of it's like fallen into the creek or whatever it was going over. But um, he was initially claiming it was like a shipwreck. This was what initially drew a lot of the national attention to the story. He was saying, oh, it's like, Abandoned abandoned railroad bridge is just like a shipwreck where if it's just there, <laughs> anybody's free to plunder it. It's there for anybody's taking. And this was initially his argument that it was um, his right because it was the city wasn't taking care of it and so forth. And now his ar- he seems to have refined it a little bit in court. He was trying to make the argument that um, he's tr- it's for the benefit of children because right. if he wouldn't for the neighborhood kids he's a true altruist yeah because if, if he wouldn't want his kids like going around and playing with rusty scrap metal or whatever <laughs> and it's like he seems to be um i'm sure this is not an entirely uncommon practice because the metal is just kind of laying out there right it's uh but it's uh the, i'm sure uh he's been very creative in coming up with his uh his, his rationalizations for like doing this but it does take a lot of time and effort to take an entire bridge. I don't like, think that's there's quite a an accomplishment. Then stealing a bridge, an
1: old rotted out bridge at that. But it's still a bridge, <laughs> right? And then
0: then taking it over the state line because you know Illinois is going to pay all of oh, yeah. scrap. You know, so it really it, it it this story has been for us the gift that keeps on giving. And it's it's like
2: Despicable Mirror or something though, where they steal the pyramids. It's just like right. you don't like steal infrastructure. It's not like <laughs> just, uh, I'm just gonna take this road and roll it up like right. a cartoon or something. I just remember
1: when this story broke, everyone going, "Wait, he stole a legitimate bridge?" <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. It's like not like not a two-scale bridge, not a you know an actual real live bridge. Yeah, uh, I, I think for his next deck, I'm I'm hoping for the Klein Avenue Bridge. You know, <laughs> what's, what's up the stakes. Um, but uh, yeah, so the advancement on the story basically is is this week. Uh, Uh, he filed a motion in federal court over in Hammond that uh, the charges should be dropped uh, because we don't know who owns the bridge. So if there's no owner, how can you steal it? So um, this is a sharp legal mind we're dealing with. I think he's got a point. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Who owns it? You know, I mean, so um, you know, we wish this, like I said, all all these are allegations. He's been charged. He's not been convicted. We want to make sure we're clear about that point. But uh, you know, in a way, I kind of respect it, Joseph. You know, I mean, it's so <laughs> audacious. You know, it's, it's go like big
1: or go home. you know, it's not like stealing
0: cans out of someone's garb. You know, someone's garbage. I mean, this is you know, uh, stealing bridge. Uh,
1: now, I want to know, did he do it piece by piece? Yeah, I how do you steal a bridge? That's just mind-boggling to me. Well, I think
0: it's sort of like, um, tangentially, it's sort of the joke about how do you get to Carnegie Hall? <laughs> practice. You know? <laughs> you, know uh, you know, I think... Yeah, did he start with maybe a smaller bridge? Was it a situation <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Or like in like one of the Ocean's Elevens movies where they recreate the, the casino room inside of a, a warehouse and he sort of plans and plots it out.
2: Well, you, Yeah, you get your start at the Model Railroad Club and you go and see all <laughs> the little bridges in there and then you work your way up. That's kind of the gateway drug. Right, and exactly. And you work your way up to the, the full size. <laughs> the also and before of... you know it, you're going to get the San Francisco Gate Bridge or you right, know, the, the Golden, Golden Gate, Gate Bridge. bridge. Yeah. yeah, the Bay Bridge, you know. <laughs> the tapping. Z in New York, any of those <laughs> iconic, the one in uh, Mackinac or whatever, up in uh, the Upper Peninsula. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> Brooklyn. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a, it's like I said, it's been a crazy story for us. It's been the story that uh, that keeps on giving, um, and sort of weaves us a little bit into our next story is uh, in terms of people who uh, like to. Uh, collect crap from other people that I'm not using anymore. Now that is a heck of a segue. Yeah. Uh, you won't find a segue that that's good on I, any popular television yeah, programs. Take that, Carson Daly. Um, so the show American Pickers, uh, Laura, you are a American Pickers neophyte. You've never seen the show before. I have
1: never watched so it.
0: So basically, I've seen a little bit of it. I'm not as big of a fan as our boss, Carrie Erickson, is. she's actually gone to their their store in Iowa and I think Nashville, they have two locations as well. Basically, it's sort of this sort of Abbott and Costello uh, meets, like, uh, scrapyard pickers sort of thing. Uh, it's these two guys, and uh, they're based out of Iowa, and they travel all around, and they go to private homes with people with collections. They could have things like baseball cards or old beer signs or even old cars. Old mo- they're really old motorcycles. Well, they put out a call out this week that they'll be heading to Indiana. They don't they don't offer specific sort of locations. They just put a call out, and then people are incumbent upon calling them. They don't do pro- like you know public you know uh, things like that. It's all private dealers, so. Uh, so they will not go to a
1: garage sale. They won't
0: be going to a garage sale. You won't you will not see them at a, a local garage. Sale. A lot of times, the way the show is set up. They make it seem like organic, like they're driving along the highway and notice some sort of thing <laughs> off the side of the road and happen to pull in as one does a, yes. a, a, Well, to a waiting camera crew, and then uh, you know <laughs> what a shock yeah, seeing you guys yeah. here. So, and then it's, there's always the cutaway with the, with the side shot. where it's like, we were really surprised that they showed up. It's like, yeah, um, but they'll they'll be in Indiana. I got to imagine, uh, you guys, that uh, Northwest Indiana's got to be. Rich territory for them to find some hidden treasure. I mean, you, if they're
1: in the market for some bridges, yeah, about
0: it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't know who owns them, and it's for the kids. So. They're just like shipwrecks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what do you think, Joseph? What What are some hidden treasures that they should maybe try and uh, look at while they're here? They've
2: been here before. I just want to know because I've written stories like once or twice yeah, about them coming true. previously. And the thing is, though, there was a, such a keen amount of interest in it because I would get calls for, like, uh, years afterward. There was one a few years ago. People would basically call for years, like, either wanting to know how to get on or how to get in touch with the producers, <laughs> yeah. or they've got, like, this or that that they think would be great for the show. They love the show. They think they have, you know, etc. But I was... It had, it had some real staying power. Like, people would keep calling about it for uh, some time. But I don't know. There is a lot of old stuff in the region. <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, we, uh... We just had one of our high schools in Gary uh, where Emerson was auctioning off all of its like uh, you know memorabilia dating back like yeah. nearly a century like all the art, the water fountains, sculptures, that type of thing. Um, we unfortunately don't do a very good job of preserving history here all the time. We've torn down some like beautiful bank buildings like in East Chicago that's now like a Walgreens. Yeah. We've led a lot of the fine River architecture Oaks just
1: come down too
2: Oh which one River Oaks? Oh River Oaks, the mall.
1: We didn't have the mall. Wasn't there something by River Oaks Mall? Oh yes, the yeah, the yeah. theaters. Yeah, yeah the absolutely. Theaters, Sorry, it, it, it took was. me a second.
2: Yeah, they, <laughs> they, um, the River Oaks cinemas were torn down, and in true region fashion, too, they had put like a, a. Um, there was a story on the API news that reminded me of this the other day, but they buried this time capsule in the River Rock Cinema because it was this big deal. Right. It was going to mean all this for uh, Cal City, and it was big because it drew people from all over. It had like better quality theaters, it was the first to do stereo sound. People went there to see the original Star Wars, to see all these like classic iconic films. But when they finally unveiled after the closing, like the the um the time capsule it was completely like waterlogged and everything in there was illegible there were a bunch of like times articles yeah (laughs) but there was one in the other day in michigan where this like this high school class like all reunited or whatever and they came together to find the time capsule they buried and then they looked looked around and looked around and looked around and couldn't find it and it was like i'm shocked that happened in michigan and not the region
0: (laughs) i think if, if uh i went to high school in indiana um not in the region. Uh, I think we did a time capsule too. If, in my twenty-year high school reunions, actually next year, I think all it's gonna we're gonna find it Is like a Blink One Eight Two CD, maybe <laughs> like a cart of Camel Lights maybe. But, uh, you know what, that would probably be in mine, Yeah, so. yeah. a few years younger than I am, but basically it's you know it's the It d- didn't change day.
1: much in the 2000s either. So, but, uh,
0: uh, do you guys have anything that you feel like is collectible? That, Like, I was thinking about this, like, I have a Carlton Fisk signed bat, which is actually kind of a big deal because he didn't do a lot of autographs, especially for his memorabilia. Is there something you guys hold on to that... Uh, You feel like in a pinch you could sell for a few extra shekels should the American pickers (laughs) I mean, I'm sure if
1: they want to go through my parents' garage, they have all my old Beanie Babies stored somewhere.
0: (laughs) That was the 401k plan for the Lane family? (laughs) That that so was. (laughs) Although
1: I tore mine to shreds. I played with them so much, so maybe they're not worth anything. Who knows? Right.
0: Joseph? My
2: prized possession is um, Michael Jordan's autograph on a napkin that was (laughs) um, addressed to my brother Tom and I, and it was a, obtained by my dad when he happened to luck out and end up with, like, seats in Jerry Reinsdorf's box at a White Sox game. And Jordan happened to be in there with him, and he, he oh, we were huge fans, and he got us, he got a signature of uh jordan on a napkin of all things
1: wow and that's, a, and that's <laughs> a, and it's think, framed i think and it it's... being named mentioned you and your brother on i think that's worth more than my old dirty beanie babies
2: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no beanie babies are due for a comeback any day now it's, it's a, they've been undervalued for all this time <laughs> no, I don't, yeah i don't know
0: how much my carlton fast fisk bat would be worth i remember when i first got it, my dad got it for me because he was friends with the both the cubs and white Sox clubhouse managers um So he brought it to me. The next day, he saw me out in the alley playing with it. I thought he was going to have a stroke right (laughs) there. So this isn't what we – we don't play with this. So, uh, But, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's cool, though. I know Carrie's a big fan. I know there's a lot of big fans of American Pickers in the area. So hopefully they can make a return trip, and we'll see a lot of, you know, Northwest Indiana flair in some upcoming episodes. So um, moving along – we're going to go on to our recommendations for this week. Uh, we'll start with Laura. Laura, what do, you, uh, what do you suggest for the fine folks?
1: All right. Well, we were talking about how I'm a runner, so it makes sense that I would talk about the Lowell Labor Day Weekend 5K. That's just one of the many things happening in Lowell this weekend. But if you're a fan of running, just want to do a 5K, this will take place on September 1st at 8 a.m., um, and you can sign up at runsignup.com. And the other thing I wanted to mention, because what goes better with running than getting a beer after you finish, the Railcats Oktoberfest, that also takes place on September 1st at 3 p.m., and you can have beer and baseball, and it's like all the best things combined together.
0: I'm already kind of jealous that Laura's already better at broadcasting than I am. She knows how to use the dates and times and things uh, i, I learned from last week yeah. when i didn't I still, can't get that my, I still can't get that through my thick head so thank you laura for being an actual professional <laughs> thing. so um all right so if you guys got the, the next 15 minutes free uh joseph uh, okay
1: what do you
2: got for us? <laughs> i just have a couple um rock and rail is going on in downtown griffith they have the four-day music festival with a lot of cover bands. Of course, you have your fried food, your barbecue, your ethnic eats. Drago Bob's is there. It's great Croatian um, grilled meats. They got a pierogi from dance pierogi. No lines unlike pierogi fest. It's amazing. You have to wait like half an hour in pierogi fest. You can literally just walk up there and eat pierogi to your heart's content. Um, It's a pretty fun, very chill. It's not, you know, it's not one of the bigger ones in the region, but it's just very relaxed. A lot of good food, um, live music, cheap beer. It's a good time. It's going on through the whole weekend in downtown Griffith. Um, And then also Lowell has very famous for their Labor Day parade. Yeah, exactly. There's also one on the southeast side that's pretty good. Um, But the Lowell Labor Day festival will be going on um, tomorrow, September 1st through September 3rd. Uh, It's it's going on a weekend. There's all kinds of things like a sidewalk sale downtown uh food vendors uh you know auction beer tents of course it's the region so they have to have the beer tents and the actual parade is on monday which i believe is the is it the
0: second monday's monday is uh the The third third
2: Third, i'm sorry monday september third for clarity at (laughs) 10 a.m is when the famous lol parade will kick off yeah and then um lastly i just want to recommend again the along the lakeshore slash chicago and industry works of the calumet region which is on display at the indiana welcome center through september 22nd it's a pretty great uh exhibit of all kinds of industrial stuff i actually got a listener actually reached out because i didn't apparently i didn't name where it was when i recommended this before but it's at the indiana welcome center 770 Quarry drive while you're there you might as well stop across the street at byway for a locally brewed craft beer shy or whatever very good patio Doing by the cow, to that. little cow, yeah. To enjoy the summer region. keep it brief today. Turn it over to yeah.
0: Joseph. Uh, beautiful as always. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just want to reiterate. Uh, Lowell, Lowell is the center of the the Northwest Indian universe on Labor Day weekend, and make sure to be checking out nwi.com dot and our print editions throughout the weekend. We'll be covering the parade, all
1: uh, sorts of galleries, all sorts of
0: galleries to check out. So if you're down there, you want to. You might end up in our newspaper. You might end up on our on our website. So. And then also I'll finish it off with the Matthew Schubert Netflix Memorial. <laughs> uh, he's not really dead. It's just he's, an he's, inside he's, joke. No, he's, he's just locked in a, in a hovel in Denver. <laughs> far, far uh, away. Um, he, he says
1: he's riding his bike here, though. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll yeah, yeah, see. Yeah. We'll he's see. coming see. back. We'll do the reunion
0: episode soon. Um, He'll just power up on Candy <laughs> and get over here. Uh, the, the second season of Ozark came out. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, that's a good one. Early this morning, late last night. So uh, make sure to check that out. And also... You know, Joseph brought this up. We'd love some, you know, listener engagement. So if you want to reach out to any of us on Twitter or our Facebook pages, um, or email us. We'd love to know what you think. We're always open to suggestions, uh, things like that. Subjects so we should talk about. Subjects to talk about, please do. So
2: anything you want us to recommend. Special yeah.
1: guests.
0: Special guests. Also
2: we'll Grindhouse, if we mention Grindhouse <laughs> not often enough. Right, exactly. <laughs>
1: uh, it,
0: Laura brings up a great point. Guests, we'd love to start incorporating guests here. So if you have any ideas for that, please let us know. Uh, for that though we're gonna call it a week uh, enjoy your Labor Day weekend everyone and Joseph you got something to say
2: I think uh, the region has some great labor history a lot of labor unions and so forth and also uh, keep your region <laughs>